6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. Uh, Aurora Cannabis is closing down its huge Aurora Sky facility out by the airport. It uh, is one of the world's largest cannabis facilities. The company's most recent quarter ended with a net loss of more than a billion dollars, which the cannabis company blamed on pricing pressures and COVID-19 measures. Now, Aurora Cannabis created its headquarters in Edmonton in 2018. By 2020, though, the company was announcing job cuts. And you'll remember when Aurora Cannabis was kind of like the star child on the cannabis scene. People were scooping up stock, trying to get in on that. I know a number of folks, you, who have texted in and said, hey, you made a lot of money on those stocks in the past. It's been a struggle recently. So what's been going on? Kyle Murray is the Dean of the Alberta School of Business, joins me this afternoon. Hey, Kyle, welcome back to the show. Hi, thank you. Kyle, is is this um, just a part of the way uh, a new regulated industry evolves? This is just something that can happen and they're just adjusting? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's exactly right. We don't really know when you open up such a, a large new industry all at once, how it'll turn out. And we've seen it evolve over time. And this is part of it, although this is probably a little bit more shocking than some of the other developments, just because the facility is so large and mm-hmm. open to such fanfare. And, and does that or do you believe that plays a role in all of this? I mean, you know, this this huge facility, state of the art uh, equipment to, to, to grow uh, the camp cannabis with it was this possibly maybe a little bit too big too fast yeah absolutely i remember when i was they were first showing it to me um and one of the things they were pointing out was they had a camera that could on its own sort of robotically pick out plants that uh, weren't doing well and then an arm would go you know pull them out and <laughs> plant a new plant and i thought wow that's that's incredible technology and, and you know my next thought was that's going to cost a lot that's going to make for some expensive cannabis Expensive cannabis, and of course, price always comes into play, doesn't it? Well, it, yeah, it turns out it really does in the in the cannabis market. It, people tried a number of different approaches, but it seems like price is, is definitely the thing consumers are paying the most attention to. Kyle, Aurora has said uh, demand is not what we initially thought it might be, um, and, and prices are lower. There's more pressure for prices to be lower for the, the consumer. Is it really demand not necessarily being there, or is it, do you think, the price pl- paying more, you know, going back to the price part of this is it the price or is it the demand i i the more people i talk to the more and more people i'm finding out are are using recreational recreational cannabis yeah i I mean i think it's a little bit of both in in that the expectation for demand originally was very very high you know there's a lot of hype around the opening up and legalizing of the industry and i think people thought almost everyone would be using sometimes and a lot of people be using a lot of the time and it just it's not to say that there isn't demand there certainly is it's just maybe not quite at the level the hype originally suggested how long uh typically does it take a a new um sector of industry to kind of get all the bugs out to settle down or is it just a constantly evolving uh you know a landscape so it's it's hard to say because we just never do this. We never bring a whole industry online within a few months like we did with cannabis. So it's it's kind of unique. Um, the other side of it is though. I did expect, and I think a lot of people expected sort of a Darwinian process. We'd try a whole bunch of different things. Some companies would survive, some companies wouldn't, and in the end you'll sort of have a more stable market. 
And and that's, I think, what we're going through now as we sort of figure out what works and what doesn't. I'm curious to know your thoughts on um, the impact on um, the Edmonton International Airport. Of course, uh, Aurora is a tenant there. It's a huge, huge facility. That leaves a, a pretty gaping hole out there, doesn't it? Yeah, 800,000 square feet and about 30 acres of land. Um, so that and, and a fairly unique facility. It's not something everyone can use. So I think it'll take a little while to, to uh, find new tenant or tenants for that land. It's going to be fascinating to continue to watch this uh, unfold. Kyle, appreciate you taking the time to join me on this Friday afternoon. Have a good weekend. You too. Yeah, take care. Kyle Murray is the dean of the Alberta School of Business. So again, yeah, that huge Aurora Sky facility out by the airport, you know, the one that you drive by and you can, you can smell it in the air. My husband... Uh, drives, uh, he teaches in Leduc, right? And so he drives past that, you know, twice <laughs> twice a day. And uh, I I didn't necessarily notice it because I don't drive out that way a whole lot, excuse me, a whole lot. But he's like, yeah, take a good old sniff when you're uh, when you're driving by. And and here's the thing, of course, price is, price is always going to, uh, price and quality, right? Price and quality is always going to uh, play a huge role. Um and some folks who um, are using recreational cannabis are going to continue to get it the way that they always did. Uh, others are going to say, okay, you know what? The quality isn't there. I can get better stuff from here. The price is too expensive. I mean, it's kind of out of my wheelhouse. I have gone into a couple of the cannabis stores. I have uh, looked. I have um, I have bought a couple of packages. I'll be honest with you about that. Um, I, I'm not a fan of, of cannabis, personally. I don't care if other people use it. No, a lot of people that do. I don't like the way it makes me feel. Um, maybe I have to, you know, figure that out. Maybe that's kind of the difference between learning that you like gin and uh, you don't like tequila, right? I mean, that's part of the learning process through all of this. Um, but it just seems to me that when we first started talking about this, how many years ago, five years ago, when, when cannabis was... Uh, made legal and of course Aurora came on full tilt that seemingly that they were the uh, the, the one to beat you know the one that was going to be uh, the biggie and we've seen them certainly struggle over over the years so we'll continue to watch and see what happens but yeah you put a whole industry online you know drop of the hat and uh, we're still learning uh, about it and uh, and seeing uh, how the market is playing out with it, without a doubt. Wanted to let you know about this. It's 345. This uh, just came across. You'll remember that accident, that rollover accident in the Columbia ice field uh, a couple of years ago. Uh, was it three people died uh, in that accident? 14 others suffered uh, some pretty major injuries. It was... Um, one of those tour buses, uh, those specialty buses that were out on the ice field, and it uh, it rolled over. I can tell you that Brewster Incorporated, the tour bus operator, has now been charged with eight counts under the Act, uh, under the Occupational Health and Safety Act, related to use and maintenance of seatbelts, failing to control hazards, and failing to ensure equipment was in safe operating condition. Of course, the charges and allegations yet to be proven in court. Uh, it was July 18th of 2020 when that ice explorer vehicle with 25 people on board rolled down an embankment on the glacier, Athabasca Glacier in Jasper National Park. Uh, this will go before the courts on June 23rd in Jasper Provincial Court. 
Uh, RCMP saying no further information is being provided at this time. All right, we'll have more on that coming up in news headlines right now.